Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Race Day Coasting Podcast, where I'm your host, Ray, joined by my co-host, Cubby. But today we have a super special guest, like he's gone to the top of Cubby's favorite people list right now. The rest of us have been demoted. Pop off my dad. <laughs> welcome, daddy. Thank you for agreeing to be on. <laughs> You're welcome, <Phil. laughs> Um, So... We have been trying to get Papa on the show for quite some time. He lives in LA, but he is here spending time with us and just loving all the fun Cubby. And Cubby is having the time of his life, right? He's getting to stay up late. He's using his talker more. Like, use the talker to say, hi, Papa. We have been trying to get him to do stuff like that for months and just resisting. But because Papa's here, he will ride a scooter. He will use his talker. He will just do all the things. So having Papa here has been extremely motivating, right? So let's jump into it. What is the best part about being a grandparent to Cubby? The best part about being a grandparent is that you can always send them back to their parents. <laughs> oh wow okay you know you don't have to always uh you can play with them spoil them do whatever and just you're right back to their parents it's not the grandparents job to uh set boundaries and discipline oh okay so parents get to be the bad guys and, you exactly know. exactly you had all your fun being a parent already, so now exactly. you want to just sit back and enjoy sit the back fruits. And enjoy the fruits of just <laughs> having fun and playing. So, how would you describe your relationship with Cubby? Um, I would say, I would say good. Good. Can you elaborate on good? Um. He interacts with me and he let me know exactly when his mom uh, does something he doesn't like. And he'll come to me and let me know, Mama, you know. Yeah, so mistreated Kevin, him. So not he, mistreating. He wants he wants me to come and protect him. Boundaries, right, <laughs> guys? As parents, you have boundaries, and then for whatever reason. The kiddos think that the grandparents have full say and authority. And it's like, before he was your grandpa, he was my dad. So, no, what I say still goes. I don't care if you run to Papa. Um, but I think he just likes having that that sense of muscle and just like, oh, there's like another adult um, present. So, what is one of the your favorite things that you guys do together? He loves number blocks. And I didn't know anything about number blocks until he introduced me to it. Now, um, <laughs> I know a lot about the number blocks. <laughs> I bought him his uh, one, two, three, and he was just so excited, you know, to receive those number blocks. And that, that just lightened his day. What is it? So there are plushies. I will try to find the link and um, link them to this podcast episode. But there are the number block 
plushies. And so my dad ordered it off Amazon and it was a surprise. We recorded the whole thing. Cubby lit up and it was just squeals all day long. Nothing else got attention. He was just so hyper-focused. It was the cutest thing, right? And then you guys like to be in the water too. Both, well, all three of us were like water bugs. He's more of a water bug than, than I am. <laughs> he tried to he he tried to drink the bath water any kind of water. He just loved to be yeah. in the water. That's that's his thing. Definitely, he is certainly a water bug. So because my dad lives in California, um, Cubby automatically associates Papa with beach, right? So it's like synonymous every time Papa comes around. Cubby wants to be in some form of water, whether it's letting him get old and wrinkly in the bathtub or go to the pool or go to a water park. And in the wintertime, I feel like he's just so disappointed <laughs> because he can't be in water as much as he wants, right? So now let's, let's talk about something a little bit deeper than just the surface. I wanted you guys to get an idea of who Papa is, and he's just as giggly and goofy as me. So how familiar were you with autism before Cubby? I wasn't familiar with it at all. Nothing? Nothing. But didn't know. I heard of it, but I didn't know anything about it. You recognized the name. Like you had heard yes. the name in conversation and the, the title or the diagnosis was familiar, but you didn't know characteristics or traits or no. what that meant. So how, when I first told you Cubby was on the spectrum, what went through your mind? I didn't understand it. So I'm, I'm trying to understand exactly what is it and what is autism? What, um, what's details of it? What, what's the, um. Like I said, I didn't know anything about it. Right. Didn't know, didn't know what to expect. Didn't know um, how to embrace it or anything. I just didn't know. I was just, it, I was just like in the unknown. Like I'm just like walking with blinders on. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know. Were you concerned? Were you fearful? Were you? I was, I was, I was, you know, I wasn't. I was just like, I guess concern would be would be correct I just I was unfamiliar mm -hmm. I was in unfamiliar territories and something that I didn't you know know anything about and never knew anybody that had autism so right I didn't know how to um like you say process it process it or anything so it's all brand new to me when I told you that Cubby was on the spectrum, did you have any concerns for me as your daughter and Cubby's mom? Yes, I was. I was concerned because uh, you are first beginner mom. It's your first child, and this is something new for you. And yes, I was afraid for you. Yeah, I was terrified too. <laughs> it's like everybody just dwells in that space of just uncertainty. And with um, ASD being a spectrum, at the time that you initially 
start to see different characteristics, you don't know where on the spectrum your child lies, right? Mm -hmm. And it can change. At one season of life, they may be low support. And then it can change and they can regress and they may become high support. Like it's, it's an ever changing and ever growing thing because even though um, they are on the spectrum, children in general go through seasons where they learn, they develop, they change. Like it's never constant. So I felt like I was dealing with two things simultaneously and being a first time mom. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was scared for you because that's something that I was, like I said, I was unfamiliar with, and and this is your first child, and and your first child is on the spectrum, has autism, and I didn't know how to help. So when you um when you say you didn't know how to help, how did that that made me feel that that made me feel um it made me feel sad because mm-hmm. it's the first time that you know. I can't help my children. Right. You know, I felt helpless. Has that feeling kind of faded as we've been walking through this journey and you've been able yes. to see more? Yes. Because, you know, you've explained to me a lot about autism and I'm so proud of you for starting this podcast, you know, to help others and you helping yourself. You know, so. Oh, thank you, Daddy. And um, yeah, it's 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 been a journey, but I mean, growth is always good, and you never get too old to learn anything. <laughs> so. <laughs> and the wise words start to flip. <laughs> so. No, that definitely makes sense, and you know, thank you for the constant encouragement when you're in. A difficult position or you're walking through a season of life where those immediately connected to you have never walked it can definitely be overwhelming and so if they may, if you don't know what to do it's really great to have encouragement right I think that is so important and it's it's so small but it makes such a big impact because every day is not the same yeah exactly because you know just like somebody walking past you you know and they could just say good morning, just hi. And just them saying that, you know, turns your whole day around. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's something that has surprised you on this journey? What has surprised me is how smart Cubby is. I mean, how he he is so tech savvy. <laughs> I'm not tech savvy. <laughs> He is so. I mean, he's he's great with numbers. He's great with uh, reading, identifying certain things, and I mean, I would never would have thought that he would be what he is now. Right. I think even me being his mom, and I see him do these incredible things every day. There are moments where. I have to snap back and realize this is super special because mm-hmm. it's our norm, right? Exactly. And I was like, well, okay, you just spelled gargantuan. Mm-hmm. And there's no word in front of you. You just, you're spelling yacht. Yacht has a silent letter. How do you know that? Exactly. And Chuck, he spelled words that I can't <laughs> even spell. <it>. I'm, <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on this for 55 years. <laughs> so what's really funny is 
my dad is not kidding. He's not tech savvy at all, guys, right? Um, walk walk with me for a second. Do you guys remember like those old school blue um yeah, it was blackberries. I was about to say blueberries. No, blackberries. It, was, it was not a blackberry. It was, it was a blackberry, it was but a it flip had phone. it was the flip phone version of the blackberry. It was a flip phone that I had and I did not want to relinquish it. It had two buttons <laughs> per letter. And I or loved two buttons, two letters per button. And my dad was addicted to this phone, guys. I love my phone. Addicted to this phone. He went on eBay and found another version. Exactly. exactly. And then that phone broke <laughs> when it just gave out on him. He couldn't find another one. He was forced to like upgrade to a smartphone. And it was like pulling teeth, y'all. It was like pulling teeth to get him to come to the digital age. That's right. That's right. I, I believe it's still old school. I'm old school and I want to. Continue. I like the rotary phone, the dial. Y'all pray for us. <laughs> I just got him onto like Apple Play or Apple Pay and AirDrop. So we are slowly pushing him forward. And Cubby has been a great catalyst for that <laughs> because Cubby requires it. Um oh my goodness, Daddy. One way or another, we will bring you into this digital age. <laughs> like you have no choice. What would you um no, how do you navigate Cubby being nonverbal in this season of life? Cubby has taught me how to uh be more patient, be open to different things or a sign language. And he'll come and he would tell me. <laughs> You know, if I'm doing it right or wrong, you know, he would show me, get grab my hands and say, open like this, Papa. Open. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, or he would do a gesture and show me, Talk, you Papa, hi Papa, bye Papa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, he's been, he's been a bundle of joy and I mean, he's been great. I've, I'm learning a lot, you know, from him, and I'm I'm very grateful and blessed and thankful, you know, that you know God put this young man in my life to show me that it's okay to keep some of the old old stuff, but you know, this new technology is not so bad. So, um, a little backstory, guys. We lost my brother right before Cubby turned one. And so that was a huge hole in our family for a lot of us. Like my brother was like my best friend. And I was grateful that he got an opportunity to spend time with Cubby. But it was such a blessing that Cubby came when he did. Because not that he replaced my brother, but he definitely opened up another layer in all of our hearts to just love again and to just really... <laughs> find a fresh wave of joy. So we are all just, he's super, I don't want to say spoiled, but he's very well taken care of. <laughs> I will say that. With you being um, in California, what is, how have you been able to strengthen and maintain your relationship with Cubby, especially with him being nonverbal? With him being nonverbal and me being in California, you guys have a tablet that has my picture on it. You know, and when I call and or you call me, you FaceTime me so he sees me 
and he acknowledged me and we communicate that way and he hears my voice when i when you call me or i call and if i don't speak to him he <laughs> will make a noise to let us know that i said oh i'm sorry I, i'm sorry Covey. you know papa papa I didn't forget about you you know i hear you i hear you over the phone <laughs> that's awesome so um what would you recommend to you know, grandparents or family members who live far away, but they want to make a, a diligent effort to be present in that child's life. I would say, you know, uh, get into the technology <laughs> because it is it, it, it is the, the way of the world now. And it is it's awesome, you know, where you can be able to see people in different states and communicate and talk. And it's not hard. It's not hard. It's, 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 it's pretty simple. What would you say to a grandparent who is struggling accepting the fact that their grandchild may or may not be on the spectrum? I would tell them that, you know, you have to be open um, to things. And yes, it's okay to be afraid or or be something different doesn't mean that it's bad right you know it's just different that's it that's it it's just different you know some people some people some people put their sock on their right foot first some put it on their left foot first some put both of them on at the same time but that doesn't mean that it's just different right so uh, that's so interesting that you brought that up because I know that people put their clothes on in different ways, but it just never dawned on me, right? Because when you're a person, typically your day-to-day, you see through your, your own lenses, right? Do you put your shoes on sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? I put mine on left sock first, <laughs> right sock first, left shoe, then right shoe. Right. So I just put socks on first. It doesn't matter which foot. <laughs> it just goes on. And but then... see, like I said, it's, 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 it doesn't mean that, oh, well, it's about, it's just different. Right. That's and, it. And Cuffy <laughs> does sock, shoe, sock, shoe, because in his mind, it makes the most sense because the leg is completed. Right. And it took me the longest to figure out, why are you not putting your shoes on? Why are you not keeping them on? But I was putting them on my way, and it wasn't being completed in his mind. Exactly, it did, you know that's that's the way that it's comfortable for him, you know. Absolutely. And, and just like me, I put my left <laughs> sock on, then put my right sock on, then my left shoe, then my right shoe, and that's been working for me. Anyway. <laughs> it's been working for fifty-five years. Yeah. 55 no years. problems. No problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Um, I am just so um, amazed with you mm-hmm. and um, the journey that you. I've seen you from a little little girl coming all the way up, and I I couldn't be more proud of you than I am today. I appreciate that. I know you said sometimes looking at Cubby, especially when he was younger, it felt like baby Raven mm-hmm. all over again. 
that's the that's that's your spitted spitting image. <laughs> My carbon copy. <laughs> <laughs> um, one last thing: Would you do the honor? Do us the honor and pray us out. It don't have to be elaborate. I'm not asking you to be no deacon. <laughs> <laughs> you you <laughs> you want a person? You want you want a person that in the streets? <laughs> Talk about the Lord, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that is not accurate. Y'all disregard it. It's goofy right now. Well, I just want to say, um, God, I, I give you all the glory and, and thank you for this podcast that my daughter has started and all the listeners out there. And I just hope that everyone that's listening have an open mind and just be open to this um, disability that uh, people have, not just autism, but muscularosis, um, uh, mental capacities, just all things, dementia, Alzheimer's, because I had, I have a sister that passed, she had muscularosis, and I have a mother that has dementia. And all of these things are very challenging and but us as a village and if we all support um this movement of autism dementia uh muscularosis and other different type of uh illnesses you know the world would really prosper and grow and really educate a lot of us that don't know and again i just thank god for my daughter starting this podcast and and for god keeping her and keeping all you listeners and that's all all right Dadley, you were so terrified to be on the podcast and it was great <laughs> until next time guys bye